attention patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. You can always find us at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. And you can always also find our constitutional education at libertyfirstuniversity.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, those websites are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Don't forget to subscribe and like us on SoundCloud and on YouTube. When you do that, it really helps us out. It helps us reach other people. You Believe it or not, just you subscribing and, and liking a podcast or the podcast as a whole uh, helps us a lot. And JC, I want to. Uh, we have a pretty involved show today, but you had some information, so an update on uh, what we covered yesterday, and uh, and I don't. You probably don't have it written down, but just give us a little bit of what you learned about what's going on in. Because uh, oh, so yesterday, just in case you missed the show, Washington, the people of Washington, as a ballot initiative, passed a law for gun confiscation of people who own firearms under the age of 21, 18 to 21, you will now have your guns confiscated or uh, you will be charged with a crime. And there are other legal provisions within this law that are just completely ridiculous. They are they are the gun control. This is the, this is the step of gun control that that people have been warning about. And so we covered yesterday the police chief, uh, uh, Lauren Culp, who has refused to enforce this law, and the sheriff, who is uh, Sheriff Randolph of Franklin County. And uh, so what else did you learn about that? Um, there, so including the police chief. I'm sorry, not Randolph, Raymond, my, my mistake. Yeah, there's uh, police chief Lauren Culp from Republic and and now five other sheriffs, including Sheriff Raymond. So there's Franklin County Sheriff J.D. Raymond, um, Clickitat County Sheriff Bob Songer, Yakima County Sheriff Bob Udell, Lewis County Sheriff Robert Snaza or Snaza, and Adams County Sheriff Dale Wagner. I am certain that we know some of those sheriffs. So I, I, uh, <laughs> those names are incredibly familiar to me. So they have they have different con like ways of con like some have email, some right. have a contact form, right. some have phone numbers, right. some just a Facebook page. So I basically got uh, all the website links, and uh, I'm I'm just about to post that 
on on the website on oh, ye- okay, yesterday's great. show okay, and great. today's show. So I'll re, you know, I'll update yesterday's show page and put it on this one. Yeah, because in the post, you know, I told everybody yesterday I was going to post on uh, ChristianHall.com how you can get in touch with these people. And let us remember what Benjamin Franklin said. You know, he said, uh, we will hang together or we will hang separate, but we will surely hang. And that's not the direct quote, but I have the direct quote in that article. And I and I want us to understand I'm not talking I'm not really talking at this point about physical hanging, but if we don't actually stand up with these people, right? We're they're coming after our stuff. Whether it be guns, whether it be your religious liberty, whether it be your freedom of speech, your freedom of press, they're coming after your stuff. And it's important for us to stand with people who have the courage to stand today. And uh, we were teaching at the Mix and Fruit Farms. I love going to the Mix and Fruit Farms. They have great people there. We had people standing in the back this time. I think we're pushing out the walls. They're going to have to get a bigger room next time we come down to the Mix and Fruit Farms in, in Bradenton, Florida. But one man very honestly, very humbly asked, I'm just one guy. What can I do? And the answer to that question is you can change the world. Every pivotal pivotal moment in history was was created by one person, whether that one person was evil or whether that one person worked for good. And we just have to make the decision that we are going to be that one person because by human nature, JC, we have a tendency to wait until we see other people move. And that one person moving can make this cascade of movement. I would say we're also um, tyrannized by the now. Uh, We we look for the you know results, and it's it's now because when you talk about one person changing the world, I don't I don't think is I don't think any of them that we can name like they did this thing and then boom boom, the world changed. But But as you look back in history and you see huge moves and huge changes mm-hmm. the thing is you you so often trace that to one person's action well james otis jr is the perfect example right it was 15 years from the moment that he stood that he actually saw the fruit of his labor and and you know the otis's story is rather tragic so he didn't actually get to uh, cognitively recognize that. But nonetheless, the change happened in February of 1761, and it caused a momentum that led up to 1776. And this is so impactful that that the members of, uh, of the foundation of America refer to James Otis Jr. as the midwife to liberty. He's the one that birthed liberty into the hearts and the minds and the souls of the Americans at that time. And so, uh, and again, it's the tyranny of the now, like you said, JC, people have a tendency to think about, um, think about liberty, or I'm sorry, think about victory in a right now kind of thing. So victory right now is victory, but I doubt that a lot of people would have looked at the temporal uh, or the you know the, the the temporal position of James Otis Jr. and thought, wow, he won that because he certainly did not. He didn't even win his legal case. But the fact that he stood and inspired others 
became his victory. So never discount what you're doing and the immediate result because you got to be in it for the long haul to begin with, right? And so uh, just remember to stand. We're going to be talking about something, JC, today that I actually warned us about in 2013. And some of this may sound familiar to you, uh, JC, because you've heard these these clips over and over again. And I'm saying a little prayer right now to the honor and the glory of God that this all works out because I've got the videos up for you on uh, YouTube. And uh, hopefully they're going to play right here on the radio. So I want to show you, I want to read, I, I want to play for you a clip from Diane Feinstein. And this is Diane Feinstein speaking uh, before the Judiciary Committee uh, regarding a, a specific amendment to a bill that has to do with the... Um, the creation of a test, believe it or not, the creation of a test to determine if someone is a qualified journalist, meaning a journalist that qualifies for First Amendment protections. Listen to what Diane Feinstein has to say. Let me explain why I think this amendment is needed. I've had long-standing concerns that the language in the bill as introduced would grant a special privilege to people who really aren't reporters at all, who have no professional qualifications whatsoever. The fundamental issue behind this amendment is, should this privilege apply to anyone, to a 17-year-old who drops out of high school, buys a website for $5, and starts a blog? Or should it apply to journalists? to reporters who have bona fide credentials. So, JC, you remember us, you remember me reporting on this back in 2013, where Diane Feinstein is making the argument that only people with congressionally approved license should be uh, protected by First Amendment standards. If you're a 17-year-old who... Get that. I I don't want to miss that point. If you're a 17 year old who dropped so out of age, high school, age, there's two requirements right, right there implied: age requirement, education requirement. Right. And uh, that that buys a website for five dollars. There's your third requirement, right? You got to be a big corporation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh and or writes a blog or starts a blog. Right. So you're not AP. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not. So it's got to be controlled by some controlled organization. by some you organization. Say. You got to you got to be a major corporation. You got to be over 17 years old, and you've got to have what she even says. Bon. I love the way she says that. Bonafide. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, and you mentioned AP. Oh, you taught her how to say bonafide, bonafide credentials. You mentioned AP. Remember, a lot of these uh, corporate news groups, they just take. They have the AP wire. Right. So a lot of the stuff you read comes from some somebody, some group wrote this thing. And then all these thousands of outlets take what one source said and then they just kind of, you know, massage it. Into, I mean, right. you, how many articles you you look at on different platforms and they look exactly the same. They have the same flow, same quotes, same right. everything because it's just one source and it's edited 
for them to make and, and people think oh they wrote it but they didn't no no and that's and this is what's crazy so we're leading up to a current event story that I'm going to show you after the break but I also uh, want to play for us a clip from Dick Durbin and Dick Durbin is actually speaking to uh, CBS and I think it's CBS or ABC we'll, we'll check it out when we come back but um Oh, it's actually Fox News. All right. So who is that guy? Wallace. Wallace. So he's talking to Chris, Chris Wallace, Wallace at <laughs> Chris Wallace at Fox News. And when we come back after the break, I'm going to play that clip for you because Dick Durbin is going to articulate, I believe, the mentality of the people in Congress and the mentality of many people in America. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. JC and I here bringing to you the current events from a constitutional perspective. And we've rewound the clock a little bit about, uh, well, maybe five and a half years now, just to replay some warnings that we gave you five and a half years ago because you're gonna, you need this background when we play you this current event video. JC, you saw the current event video. It's, it's shocking, isn't it? It's absolutely shocking. And once again, it comes out to, to illustrate to us how the uh, deliberate dumbing down of America, how the the ignorance of the American people is actually leading to our own tyranny, our own destruction. And so before we get into that, I want to play this clip from Dick Durbin. And it's Dick Durbin speaking to Chris Wallace at Fox News. And he says some some pretty, pretty stunning stuff. So uh, listen up and... Uh, be shocked with me, will you? Shield law, which uh, I am prepared to support, and I know Senator Graham supports, still leaves an unanswered question, which I've raised many times. What is a journalist today in 2013? We know it's someone who works for Fox or AP, but does it include a blogger? Does it include someone who's tweeting? Are these people journalists and entitled to constitutional protection? We need to ask 21st century questions about a provision in our Constitution that was written over 200 years ago. Did you hear that, JC? We got to ask 21st century questions about something that was written 230 years ago. Like, where's your press pass? Right, What yeah. network do you work for? Right, exactly. 21st century questions. And it's because I believe that we have become, as Samuel Adams said, no people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. And so here's the thing that has led up to our current event of the day. This is Steve Lenkowski. And uh, Steve Lenkowski is... Uh, has come to a press conference in uh, Las Vegas and for the Las Vegas Police Department and has been told that he cannot stay. 
Let's listen to see what he has to say. Um, it's public property. I'm a part of the media, and they're saying that I'm not authorized. So they're infringing on my First Amendment rights, press freedoms, and contacting security to try to remove me from public property. Actually, we're going to move right outside of these doors, which is the where the public can be at. So, I'm a part of the, I'm a part of the press. Here's my press pass here. That you made up? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Just because you don't want me here, that's not how it you works. Can, you can watch the whole press conference on YouTube. The whole press conference. No, I, I want to. It's his job to answer questions from the press. So I'm a member of the press, and you I have some questions. The press. So. Just because you made up your own press passes, not make you a member of the press. I'm a journalist. I write. <coughs> I write pieces on police accountability, and yes. it's available um, online. You can, you can write. I have a website want. and everything. That's, so just because you have a website doesn't mean you're part of the press. Okay. Anybody that, can make up their website. Okay. You're, okay. Yeah, anybody can be a part of the press. Exactly. Yeah. So listen to that, JC. Anybody, he's, he, he says, if you make up your press pass, if you print out your own press pass, you are not a member of the press. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? So, again, it applies gatekeepers. So gatekeepers. Th- for for quote-unquote freedom mm-hmm. of the press, uh, there is someone who issues that freedom, right? Which makes right. it a permission, of course, not a freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so again, they're operating. First off, here, here's let's just be let's just be transparent. Um, this journalist operates uh, or reports in a way that it's police accountability. So he reports in such a way as these police representatives don't like. Okay. So they're, they're targeting him. They bring up all this concoction because they don't, I mean, this is content based. This is not content neutral. Right. Okay. Which is part of the Supreme court. Exactly. uh, Case law and all that. So, um, he's clearly being targeted because they view him as anti-police. Okay. Right. And so then they come up with all this this uh, cockamamie nonsense that, you know, well, you're not a uh, what? Because he mentions I don't know if you played this part. Uh, he mentions ABC. A. Oh, no, we'll do Fox that. We'll do whatever. that after the break. Yeah. Cause so that's... it's like if you're not, they've given their stamp of approval, what have you. You know, you're not a journalist. And, and so it's the same thought process of Feinstein and Durbin. Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host J.C. All. We are, we are covering uh, a story coming out of Las Vegas, Nevada, with a young man named Steve Steve Lenka- or I'm sorry, Joey Linkowski, and Joey Linkowski uh, is a member of an independent press who is in the habit of reporting on, on police accountability. Right. And the, and the Las Vegas Police Department are having a press conference about an event that happened, and Joey is trying to report on it. Mm-hmm. 
And the police department representative has come out and told Joey he has to leave because he's not got what Diane Feinstein said, bona fide credentials. He printed out his own credentials. Which he did not. Which he did not. Actually. Somebody else made them for him. Correct. <laughs> and somebody else made them for Chris Wallace. And somebody Correct. else made them exactly. for Katie Couric. And that and that's the that's the strange thing. So when you talk for instance you talk about okay, you're not ABC, you're not NBC, and you're not Fox. Well what is that? What what is NBC? What is ABC? What is Fox? It's an organization, right? Some individuals right. start an organization to report news. That's the thing. How is that different than uh, you know what they'd call citizen journalism. I mean, in this case, you're. I mean, you're talking about, and or, he works for an organization. This is right. a, this is an organization who was organized for the specific purpose of reporting the news in a particular uh, on a particular topic. Right. right? Exactly. They have a focus that they report on. That's that's journalism. If you want to, you know, if you want to talk about the right is for journalist, which that's a whole different issue because that's. Right. I mean, that's how they shift it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the idea that he's not a journalist, like he's not like Fox News. Yeah, right. he's exactly what they are. Right. What is the difference between him and Fox News? Right. Money, billions of dollars. Right. That's it. That's right. Exactly. It. Exactly. And I'm having trouble pulling up this cl- clip, but here, here it is. Let's let's listen to what he has to say right here. Yeah. How you doing, ma'am? Who uh, who do you work with? If you don't mind me asking. Uh. I'm going to stay out of this, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looks like we got Channel 8 News here. Yep. So, Channel 8 News is authorized to be here. Looks like Fox 5. Fox 5 is authorized to be here. Right, they're recognized media. They didn't make their own press passes. Did you hear that, JC? That's that's the arrogance of that officer. They're recognized media. First, first... <laughs> Okay. okay. I know. I want to do this too. First I know is this nitwit behind little the camera, Mr. Milk Toast. I'm going to stay out of this or whatever he says, staying out of this. Yeah. What is the tell, purpose tell of that, the press? Tell that to your kids, loser. Oh, I mean, ugh. Okay, that so, guy ticked me off. All right. I'm going to stay out he of He ticked it. me off too you, because you, what is the purpose <clears throat> of the press? You have to know. Here's the first thing, JC. You have media everywhere in this room. Media everywhere in this room. How many of them are going to report on the infringement of freedom of press of this man happening in front of you? And none of them because of the 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 attitude that the dude has. Right there. No, I'm I'm going to stay out of this. Okay, because first off, as you've explained many, many times, the entire essential core purpose of of press of the press Mm -hmm. is to hold government accountable right. by keeping the people informed, by shining right. a light in darkness right. of what this is going on, uncovering, revealing what they're doing. Okay, right. that's the entire purpose. Now, to do that, you have to have courage and conviction, Right. which this this twit behind the camera that I, I'm not even going to tell you what I'd love to do or say to this guy, but it, that's that kind of stuff, because he's... He would look like some big, burly, bearded, you know. I know, I mean, right? Somebody's dad. <laughs> so I listen to this, and I picture I picture kids. There's some kids somewhere, and I'm thinking, okay, hey, kids, your dad is a total coward because he will not involve himself. Hey, yeah, you know, I'm just going to stay out of it because he In won't stand up. the defense of someone else's liberty. For the defense of his kids' liberty. Right, 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 what absolutely. 
Let's hear just a little bit more of this this video from Joey Linkowski. I don't like bystanders. It's, it's press freedom, so here's what it comes down to. First Amendment, okay. right? You Listen. swore an oath to uphold Listen. the First Amendment. I let you speak. Mm -hmm. you can speak. Okay. Sure. If you want to contest it, you can contest it in court. Mm -hmm. I will. Through internal affairs. But right now what the PIO office is asking you is if you're not a credentialed member no, of the media, their standard, we're going to have you step out in this hallway for just... Did you, I just I want us to, to recognize what that officer just said he said if you are not a credentialed member of the press by our standard seriously that's what he said joey linkowski is on facebook and uh we had a a dear friend who who tagged me in this video this just happened yesterday or at least he just posted it yesterday and joey linkowski was actually arrested because he refused to leave. What can one person do? You know what really, really ticks me off about what that officer said, JC, was you can contest it in court. Mm -hmm. You know what? What in the freaking purpose is our police officers if they're not there to protect the rights of the people. They took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. If they're not there to protect the rights of the people, then in what in heaven's name do we even have them for? I mean, I, I don't like to to really bombard people with these kind of, of, of shocking stories because I... I don't want to be that shock master kind of person, right? But this is what's happening in America. And what what I feel in my spirit, JC, is this is going to get worse. Well, and it's going to become more frequent. It's going to become bolder. We have had uh, we have in, in, uh, we have had information from people who work in the Trump administration who says that even the Trump administration right now is working on a national police force. I mean, can this I, is. Mm. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I get into some raw honesty right here? That's going to tick off some of your audience, probably. I don't know. Okay, because I'm. I, no, I just <laughs> want to be no, honest. I'm, I'm cynical. This is. This is I am serious cynical. stuff. This is very serious stuff. I am cynical about these things because it involves police accountability, and I know how the conservatives are. I you you know we've talked about the Facebook and well, social media. Well, they have to be security on, and they have their safety. No, 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 no. Listen, you the Facebook thing. You know, I mm -hmm. off Facebook and I don't really use Facebook and social media. Right, I have some accounts and I I don't I don't engage. I don't use them. And so, and we know people as we travel in these meetings mm -hmm. and they say, oh, why are y'all Facebook? And it's all they always make a comment. I mean, most of them make comment about, I'll say, hey, you know, I, I I, just, I don't have time for that. I can't handle the nonsense. I don't put up with it. And they always make a comment about some lefties, right? Oh, the left, the left this, left that, and the lefties. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me, let me be honest to you. No, it had nothing to do with the leftists. That doesn't bother me, okay? Right. Why I got off Facebook. Conservatives, that's why I got off Facebook. And it's stuff like this is what I'm talking about because you're going to put this out. And here's the thing. This guy, the journalist, all right, 
He's, and we will call him a journalist. He's, he is a journalist. He's perceived, like this is the label there's, oh, because this is what the conservatives, this is what I listened to nonstop and I got sick of hearing. They're going to come back and say, oh, he's just some cop hater. So as soon as that label comes on him because he reports, he reports in the arena of police accountability, then they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And, and, the liber- and liberty is not for him because they don't like right. him. Okay. Right. I got sick of that nonsense. And so... I'm sorry, I'm cynical. So you, you're going to put this out. You're going to have this show. This is going to be the least listened to show. This is going to be the least shared show. And people are, by and large, not interested in doing anything about this because of this conservative bias, okay, where that, I don't know, brain-dead people cannot separate good cops from bad cops. Good mm-hmm. policing from bad policing. We have lots of law it's, enforcement friends. It's mind-boggling friends. to me. We have lots of law enforcement friends. We have lots of friends who are sheriffs, who are deputies, who are who work for the police department, police chiefs. They are good, great people. But there, until, there's something wrong but, with these people's logic. But we need to be able to identify the bad ones because it makes them all look bad. And because we're unwilling to do that, we have a serious problem. And this is, uh, this is not about Joey Lankowski being a cop hater. This is about your child and your children's and your grandchildren's freedom of speech and freedom of press. It's about educating people that freedom of press is not about a corporate bought privilege. And I want to be clear. And I, I want this to be clear, too. This is about press. Yes. It's not about Joey Lankowski. But listen, He's just the one standing up for it. But listen, let's, don't, don't try to think we're saying something we're not saying. I did not say this, this journalist is a police hater. Okay, no. so let's be very clear to those listening. No, that's I just said, the label I, they will I, give him. Yes, I said this is the label that that conservatives, I'm going to say that very clearly, I'm not talking about the left, this is the label conservatives will give him and then therefore dismiss this and say he doesn't deserve this liberty because he doesn't, quote, back the blue. And because these people engage in a, in a faulty syllogism, right, that a cop is a good cop. So in other words, if you're a cop, then you're good. So, so there's no such thing as bad cops. I mean, that's how... They make it sound because we're you, you support every cop. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very clear with you. There were there were four at least four officers that I saw in that room. In this okay? room, okay. None of them were good cops. Listen to me say this. None of them were good cops. Every one of them was a bad cop because they took an oath to support and defend the Constitution to protect freedom of speech and freedom of the press and they were not doing that therefore by sound logic not by not by this tribalistic uh, utter inability to think logic but by sound logic therefore they are not good cops so don't tell me just because this guy is trying to hold police officers and policing accountable that he's the bad guy no he's not so i'm going to put a link to joey lankowski's video you can go watch it on facebook if you have facebook for yourself actually i have the video on mp4 so i'm going to post the video you can watch it yourself you can draw your own conclusions but the bottom line is this the day we agree 
that the freedom of press is a privilege that is bestowed upon us by the qualifications created by the government is the day you are no longer free to speak. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, our last segment today on our show about freedom of speech and freedom of press, something that we should hold very dear in our own hearts, very closely guarded right. I want to show you what Benjamin Franklin wrote when he was 16 years old. If you're watching us on YouTube, I don't know if that's actually what Benjamin Franklin looked like at 16, but that was the earliest painting I could find of Benjamin Franklin. And uh, so Benjamin Franklin in 1722, that is a 16-year-old young man, penned this. Without freedom of thought, there can be no such thing as wisdom and no such thing as public liberty without freedom of speech, which is the right of every man as far by it as he does not hurt or control the right of another. And this is the only check it ought to suffer and the only bounds it ought to know. JC, I want to, I, I just simply, I, I know you, your perspective that we're, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to call out and claim that this show will not be as you said it was good because I have faith in our listeners and I know that you are our liberty loving people and you will share this because this is about freedom of speech this is about freedom of press um thank you because that continually angers me when this is dismissed when these issues are dismissed just because law enforcement and I believe that those of you who are listening love liberty as much as we do because that's what makes you a Chris Ann Hall show listener. But here's the standard Benjamin Franklin has set before us. So to all of those who get upset at the idea that somebody who who wants police accountability or or you would maybe want to label as a cop hater, right? Here's the standard. Is he hurting someone to be in that room? Is he hurting someone being in that room? Because Benjamin Franklin says that's the only check it ought to suffer. Is he trying to control the right of another? No, they really, they really. No, are, they are. They're really taking a sort of leftist stance because what's happening is he's hurting their feelings, their perception <laughs> of him. No, really, their right, perception but, of cause him. Because he hasn't reported anything. He hasn't no. said anything at all. No, they they're is. looking at him. Maybe they know who he oh, is. They, I promise you they right? know who they he know is. They know who he is. And they know the organization. And so they they have he's not l- even cop block cop cop block is the one that everybody you know that most it conservatives doesn't, it don't doesn't like matter. it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter it doesn't matter but, but because of this issues of police accountability and they have that mindset that if you report on any any cop doing anything bad then you hate all cops right mm-hmm. that's always the whitewashed nonsense that that is out there and so they have labeled him as he's anti cop and so they're 
his presence there, like you said, he's not he's not harming anyone, but his presence mm-hmm. there is offending them. It hurts their feelings. So like a bunch of lefties, that's what they're acting like. Right. He's hurting our feelings. So then we're going to bring the power of the state to bear in an unlawful manner against this man to uh, quash his his natural rights. Well, here's what Franklin says. This sacred privilege is so essential to free governments that the security of property and freedom of speech always go together. And in those wretched countries where a man cannot call his tongue his own, he can scarce call anything else his own. Whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech, a thing terrible, listen, a thing terrible to public traitors. A public traitor is someone who will deny you your rights. A public traitor is someone who will try to control your freedom to speak your freedom to report. And the idea, this is how far we've come. Because I played for you Diane Feinstein and Dick Durbin in the beginning on purpose. Because the fact that Diane Feinstein said this, oh, well, that's Feinstein. She, you know, she's a liberal whack job, right? So we know who she is, Dick Durbin. Who is he, right? He, we know he's, he doesn't love people's rights. He's not for people. We hate Durbin. We hate Feinstein, blah, blah, blah. And then I played police officers said the same thing. Yeah. Are you going to be consistent? Can we be consistent, please? Because the future of American liberty depends on those of us who are interested and in love with America, love with liberty, actually act consistently and not in tribalistic ways. It's not always an easy lesson, but it's always an important one. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.